You'll recall uh, several times in recent months we have given you updates on the efforts of a group of local citizens to uh, at first try to save a historic old farmhouse linked to some of the most prominent families of Springfield and Sangamon County's early days. That effort was unsuccessful, but one remnant of that uh, historical Leland Farms site remains intact. The small building called the Summer Kitchen and we've uh, seen some movement on the effort to save that structure in recent days. Uh, to give us an update, we're joined by several members of the Save the Old Leland Farm Summer Kitchen group. Teresa O'Hare, Lisa Moffitt, Dan DeWeese, all with us here this afternoon by phone. Thanks to all of you for being here. Good afternoon. Hey, thanks for having us, Jim. Thank you. Hello. Uh, I'm going to let whoever wants to jump in tell us who's talking and then go ahead and just first of all, if you would, for people who may not be familiar with it, didn't hear the prior segments, explain what is this building called the Summer Kitchen? Why are you fighting so hard to save it? Well, this is Teresa O'Hare. And the the Summer Kitchen is this beautiful um, exterior original brick part of the original Leland farmhouse. It was a summer kitchen. In later years, it was used as a playhouse. And it is the only remaining structure of that historical house. And so we feel that because it's so old and it has been in Springfield for so long, and as you said, was a part of a home that was uh, home to many prominent people in Springfield, we feel that it's absolutely worthwhile to save the summer kitchen. The summer kitchen's a, a unique concept to begin with. Uh, you know, you had multiple families out there at this site, a very big farmhouse, which unfortunately has been uh, demolished in uh, in recent months. Uh, but uh, to do all the cooking for a group like that would have made the, the home itself too uh, impossibly hot in the summertime. So there was a separate building, the summer kitchen, where the cooking was done to try to help uh, make it a bit more comfortable there. That's the structure we're talking about here. So give us the update uh, as you have been working to salvage it, you're going to have to get it uh, off of the property where it currently sits. So where does that effort stand now? Well, we have great support now from um, the Park District. This is Lisa, by the way. Um, and in November, they held a public hearing at Washington Park. It actually was amazing. We had so many positive speakers Um we had some historic or historians from the area give us letters of support, and I think that really helped sway the public into understanding the importance of saving this structure. And so after the public hearing, um, the park board decided in December, we received a letter of intent from them, and it pretty much means they are planning to allow us to go forward with our project as long as we meet all the expectations that they've put forward. And one of those being, we are completely self-funded. There will be no taxpayer money or park board money used to save this structure. So uh, the park district's role in this is they will actually provide the grounds upon which this summer kitchen can be relocated. Where would it go if this whole plan comes to fruition? It's going to go, uh, this is Dan, it's going to go with the Rose Garden parking area, parking area uh, which 
is down beneath the Carillon by the Lower Lagoon. In Washington Park. Correct. Yes. Sorry. Okay. So no. Uh, and so again, it, w- it would stay there. How would this then be presented? What would be done so that people would kind of understand what it is, what the significance of it is, why it's in Washington Park, what its relationship is to that area of Springfield? Uh, what are the plans to uh, to really uh, communicate to the public the significance of this structure? Well, our plan would be to have plaques made and positioned around the structure after it's been moved with history and, um, you know, any kind of artifacts that we can find to go along that tells the story of the Leland family, how the, the park itself was once part of the Leland farm and all the other history that is really tight and tied to this family uh, that goes deep into Springfield. We're talking with members of the Save the Old Leland Farm Summer Kitchen Group. Uh, and so far, so good. We now have a, a destination for the structure, a place for it to go. It's just not quite that easy. You have to actually physically move this 150-plus-year-old structure to this new location safely. That's no small undertaking. So where do we stand on that process? What's it going to take to get it there, and how close are you to being able to, to actually achieve Achieve that? Well, our uh, most reasonable bid was through Wolf Movers, and that bid is $35,000 to move it from its current location um, to the location in Washington Park. We are in the mid 20s, 20,000 area of fundraising and continue to um, reach out to people. We have a Facebook page, we have a GoFundMe, we've had generous people in the community um, drop off checks at United Community Bank. And so we're currently just in the midst of that, trying to come up with this 35,000 for the move. Plus, we'll need some um, money for upkeep as well. I want to make sure I heard that correctly. You've raised about twenty thousand. Do you have to get another fifteen thousand or so more? And obviously, the more you get, uh, the better for ongoing maintenance of the facility. But you're also under a time limit, aren't you? Uh, this all along has been a kind of a, a race against the clock. First, to try to save the original farmhouse, which you, you weren't able to get done in time. Uh, but now, uh, the owner of the property, uh, last we had talked, it indicated that there was a, a time timeline to get this project done as well. Uh, are, are you under a deadline to make this happen? No, this is Teresa. Um, we actually have had a deadline of February 15th, but because of the letter of intent and the additional park board meetings that are going to be necessary to, um, to have this plan come to fruition, we did need an extension. Um, so I was able to contact Mr. Valla and he was very generous and very easy to work with. So he did give us an, uh, an extension until March 15th. So it's actually coming coming all together. And it does look like now, thanks to Mr. Vallow, we will have enough time. All right. So a uh, little more than two months to go to get there. Uh, physically, uh, the process of moving this structure, as we noted, it, it's an old structure. Uh, it's, you know, uh, presumably not been subject to a lot of maintenance in recent years. How durable, how sturdy is it and how easy will it be to physically move the entire thing, keep it intact and haul it down to Washington Park? Well, we recently had a um, mason, a group of masons, tuck point the structure, so it is sturdy and ready to go. 
So and also, when, when they move this, Wolf does this a lot, and they've instructed us on how to brace the interior of the structure so when it's moving, it doesn't flex and crack and break. For them, this is probably one of the smaller buildings that they move, and for them, it will actually be quite literally a walk in the park. You mentioned your. Uh, I like that. You you mentioned that uh, you, you're hoping to get maybe a little bit of extra money for ongoing upkeep and maintenance. Who's going to ultimately be responsible once this is sitting in Washington Park? It's on public park land. Who's going to be responsible for you know in fact making sure that the building is periodically checked that it doesn't you know fall victim to the elements uh, that you know it, it, st- it remains sturdy and in good condition. Whose responsibility will that be? It's going to remain our responsibility uh, for the time being. Uh, our goal is to hopefully be able to turn this back over to uh, the city of Springfield after a duration of time. But I think right now everyone wants to see that it's funded by itself without taking away from taxpayer money. All right. So uh, we, we've got uh, hope here. We've got a plan in place. What we don't have yet is the final $15,000 or so to make it happen. So, uh, again, Teresa O'Hare, Lisa Moffat, Dan DeWeese, how do people reach out to your Save the Old Leland Farms Summer Kitchen group? How do they make a donation or otherwise lend their assistance and support to the effort? They can drop off a check made out to friends of the original Leland Farm to any United Community Bank locations. There's also a GoFundMe, which is Help Move the Historic Leland Farm Summer Kitchen. They can reach out to us on our Facebook page. Um, I've had some people personally mail checks to me. Um, we'll come pick up a, a donation if anyone would like. We also still have our limited edition prints and brick bricks available from the original farmhouse. And so if people would like to donate, we would happily give them a print or a brick or both. All right. So, uh, again, you can do the, uh, the the Google thing. Go to Facebook and search for the uh, Save the Old Leland Farm Summer Kitchen. You'll find the group. Plenty of information there. United Community Bank accepting these donations as well. The clock is running on this project. Teresa, Lisa, Dan, thank you for the update. Please do keep us posted. Uh, it's, you know, again, something that's near and dear to so many hearts to make sure that we hang on to some of these pieces of, uh, of history here locally. And this one, again, uh, it's a it's a fascinating story when you hear about it and hear about these families whose uh, names have become fixtures uh, in Jerome and Leland Grove, and they were, again, some of the most prominent families in the community in that era of Springfield, and it keeps a small part of their legacy alive. Thanks to all of you again for the update, and we'll look forward to hearing from you soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Thank you.